It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. How has the first three weeks of the season impacted our perspective of the NFC landscape? We're delivering our NFC power rankings today in the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast. You are Locked On NFL Scouting with the Draft Dudes, your daily podcast for NFL and college football scouting. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's better than this? It's guys being dudes here on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. We're the Draft Dudes. I'm Joe Marino from Locked On Bills. He's Kyle Krabs from Locked On Dolphins. And we are your NFL experts here with you daily to talk team building across the league on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with the Draft Dudes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'd like to thank you for making Locked On NFL Scouting your first listen every day. And a big welcome and shout out to our everydayers. You know who you are. Those of you who never miss a single episode, we appreciate y'all being here very, very much. Joe, NFC power rankings, a little less chaotic for me than the AFC power rankings. Um, still some pretty heavy swings in the middle section, but um, and a new first team for me. It's my tease. You know, they like they like on the network. They say, hey, tease your content. Yeah, tease man. everybody what's coming during the show. There's my tease. You got a new number one team. I have a new last place team. I also have a new last place team. Ah, a little shake up at the top and the bottom, eh? Yeah. Jocelyn for what a fascinating game uh, we will have between the last place team in each conference. At least if I'm, not, if I'm not mistaken, there's four winless teams in the NFL and they all play this weekend. No, like each other. Yeah. Is that true? It's, it's Chicago yeah. and Denver and. Uh, Chicago and Denver, and then you have Minnesota and Carolina and and Carolina. Is that really true? Is it? Come on. I can't be bringing this stuff up on the cuff and not have it handy, but I'm pretty sure you're the one who said it. I know, but I'm pretty sure it's true. Please hold, please. Okay. So there, yeah, Minnesota and Carolina play. That's exactly right. And Denver and Chicago. Yes, it's true. Wow. Yeah. This remind this reminds me of 2019 when the Commanders and Dolphins played in the Tank Bowl in Week Five, and Washington won on a failed two point conversion by Miami at the end of regulation when Ryan Fitzpatrick brought him back from the brink, and they left Fitz in from there. That was that was a Rosen start, I believe. Rosen, wow. <laughs> okay, so now. What happens first? We have no undefeated teams or we have no winless teams? Uh, No undefeated teams. You think so? Yeah. But we're going to be down to, guaranteed down to two no winless teams Mm -hmm. by the end of this week. I think Philly plays cupcakes for a couple weeks. and Philly and Miami play pretty soon. Well, they yeah, they play week seven. Uh, San Francisco's got Arizona this week, so they should be in the clear. Philadelphia has 
the Jets. No, I lied. They have the Commanders at home. Commanders beat them last year. They did. But I feel good about Philly's chances. So Me too. You, you, you like Miami obviously plays Buffalo. That's as hard of a draw as you're going to get for an undefeated team in this week's schedule, for sure, by miles. So you may well end up with two and two, and then the race is on. All right, want to stack these up? Let's do it. You have a new number one, Kyle. Who is it? It's the San Francisco 49ers, so the new number one team for me in the NFC Conference. It was the Dallas Cowboys. We talked about the game on Monday, losing to the Arizona Cardinals. It's very ugly. I understand you had some injuries along the offensive line. What, Zach Martin didn't play. Teron Smith, I believe, was the other one who didn't play. Trayvon Diggs goes down at the end of the week with a season and the injury, so there's a, an emotional element to the game. I get it. You can't lose to Arizona. I'm sorry. You can't. So Need more you, injuries than that to lose Arizona. Right, right. I got San Francisco at number one. They stay there, and then it's Philly at two, right? There's no other option. I also moved the Philadelphia Eagles up to the number two spot, yes. And the last two weeks with Philly, with them really finding that run game, the displacement they're getting with this offensive line, and the success of DeAndre Swift's having running behind it, it's really sparked them. Obviously, defensively, they're strong. Their passing game, getting A.J. Brown going this week, that was a pretty good idea. Yep. Um, I felt like they probably played their most complete game this week out of the first three. That I mean, the game that they just played against Tampa compared to you know, Minnesota was pretty tight. And then week one, they kind of had to scratch and claw to get by New England. Yeah. And um, you feel like that about a third of the way through each of those games is really where they kind of said, oh, okay, like we're we're settling in. Yeah. And it took over from there, and they they steadily pulled away. Uh, against Tampa for a what fourteen point win on Monday Night Football is what twenty five scoregami I believe twenty five eleven I believe was a scoregami, which is what does that mean? The only time it's ever happened? Yeah, first first time that that score final score has happened. Wow, I like that. So I have Dallas at three. Yeah, still have them at three. I think it's I think you can look at that game as a one off for sure, but I think it is important for them to bounce back, right? Like. Now there's a little bit of doubt in your operation. Mm-hmm. How do you bounce back? And next up for them is the Patriots. So you get Patriots at 49ers at Chargers before they're by. Ooh. I so, I hope I hope they're who we thought we they were. We'll find because, out over these next three. Because if they're not, that can get really ugly. Yeah, it's a tough stretch, especially with at 49ers at Chargers. Two row games before the bye. And what and so we have uh, this is the Zeke Elliott revenge game coming up. And yes, Zeke was pretty involved in that Jets game plan. Can I be honest with you? I watched, I watched the week prior. I don't think he's got anything left in the tank. Well, he's going to be a spirited effort against his former team that just gave up. Of course. I mean, what did they? They gave up 222 rushing yards to Arizona, Kyle. To Arizona. Yeah, Zach Martin ain't going to help you there. People want to buy Josh Dobbs jerseys, Kyle. Josh Dobbs can't even buy Josh Dobbs jersey. Well, now he can. Imagine. Is there, is there a better embodiment of the Arizona Cardinals? Incredible. <laughs> it's incredible. We'll get to Arizona, but they're not last. Right. All right, so this is where it gets interesting, right? It's still at the top three of the top three. Maybe you move them around a little bit, but four and five is where it gets interesting. I have two new teams this week. So do I. That were not there last week, but they were the same two teams that were there in week two. I have Green Bay at four, and I have Detroit at five. Oh, man. Okay. I don't have those teams. Four for me is Seattle, 
and five is Detroit. You're not at all impressed by Green Bay without every meaningful player they have on the roster sneaking out a win against the Saints? I am impressed by that. But not as impressed as I am right. with what Detroit's done the last two weeks. I don't know. These, they're, those, are, those, those three teams are very similar to me. I agree, which is why I have Seattle six, not to spoil this. Right, okay, so that's why I have Green Bay at six. I mean, <laughs> I think Detroit has – well, I don't know. I think Seattle – Seattle's the more proven team, right? When you kind of go back over the last year into this season. Um, and, you know, they they beat Detroit, so that means something for me. You know, obviously they beat mm-hmm. Carolina, which is, a, you know, the game you expected them to win. Uh, obviously what they showed in week one, week one can be a liar. But I think them beating Detroit um, and kind of what I thought of that team going okay. in is, is what gives them the four spot for me. Okay. You've just talked – I'm going to move Seattle up to five. For the sake of congruency and being fair, you make a good point about the head-to-head that I I was really focused in where I had them ranked the previous week relative to how they looked this past week. But I had to head there for Detroit. I'll move Seattle up to five. I'll play ball there. That's fine. But I still have Green Bay in front because at two and one, they have really been going through the ringer to start the season. And to be two and one, and to have a defense that I, I think is still performing at a pretty high level, they've given up 62 points through the first three weeks. Um, they've still managed to find a way to score 80 points in the first three weeks without Aaron Jones, mm-hmm. without Christian Watson, without Bakhtiari, without Ogden Jay. Like, it means something to me. So I, I think if that team continues to get healthy, and look, Detroit and Green Bay play tomorrow night. So it'll be a great game. Let's go. A Thursday night game I'm excited for. I, I care about, right. Um, that'll be one that will be a really fun game. Poor Detroit, two Thursday nights in the first. Well, at least the one of them is week one. If you want to play Thursday night, that's a great time to do it. Right. All right. So my top five, 49ers, Eagles, Cowboys, Seahawks, Lions, Kyle, uh, 49ers, Eagles, Cowboys, Packers, Seahawks is my top five. All right. We got more to get to here in just a moment, but first our partners at eBay motors have teamed up with locked on fantasy football host, Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long. So whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you with players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So let's see who Vinny has picked out for us on this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. Jaguars wide receiver Calvin Ridley has the classic rebound and revenge opportunity in London in the Week 4 Sunday matchup against his former team, the Falcons. Ridley has been very quiet with Jacksonville's passing game slumping the past two weeks, but he will return to his more stellar week one debut form for his new team. The Jaguars will be do a better job of scheming him open across the pond and making his massive target volume from Trevor Lawrence count big time. Once again, Vinny Iyer from lockdown fantasy football is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay motors knows the championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die. You can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof rack, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber and not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. eBay Guaranteed Fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So we've spoiled six. I have Detroit. You have Green Bay. I've got Green Bay. 
The next two spots for me are teams that lost and populated top five spots last week. I have the New Orleans Saints at seven. Obviously, the Derek Carr injury is a bummer. Um, they do have one of the better quarter, backup quarterback situations in the league with James Winston. Mm-hmm. So I don't think the expectations should change too much for them. Uh, and then I have the Atlanta Falcons at eight. Same. Like Same shock. deal. Same deal. Um, for Atlanta, um, close wins over Carolina and Green Bay, then losing to Detroit. At Jacksonville over in London is their next game. So we'll see. And then, like, you look at the Houston game, might be a little tougher, right, than anticipated. So I'm interested to kind of see how this unfolds for Atlanta, how they bounce back from a loss, a decisive loss by uh, Detroit beating them. So they're they're on notice a little bit. And as for the Saints, I think it's interesting. Like, they're 2-1, and one, but I don't know that Derek Carr's been playing great, right? And Jameis Winston comes into this operation as a more familiar guy, right? Within the scheme, yeah. within the talent around him. And so, I mean, you didn't you didn't sign Derek Carr to what you signed him for, for him not to be better than Jameis Winston. But I, I, the point that I'm trying to make here is I'm not so sure I'm that concerned about it. That's fair. I, and I, I generally agree. I, I think if there was a backup quarterback situation, what, it's them in Carolina, right? are the teams that you look at their starter versus who their backup is and the experience that player has. And you feel pretty comfortable with those players being able to step in. And you saw case in point, the production that Carolina was able to have in the passing game with Andy Dalton throwing the ball all over the yard in yeah. week three, in spite of how many self inflict I guess we'll, we'll get to Carolina. Yeah, we'll get to Carolina. We'll get to Carolina. So we have Rams. the Rams. Okay. Have the Rams at nine. Quality. I guess quality air quotes loss on the road Monday night football competing more than I thought. I mean, they continue to right? like um, Aaron Donald obviously made an impact in that game. You know, I think since he, since he kind of woke up at home as the game moved along, but I think, I mean, the Rams are a tough out for sure. I'm not sure they're a great team, but they're a tough out. Yeah. They're, they're a team you're, I mean, Look at the defensive effort that was required from Cincinnati. Now, offensive line for the Rams look rough yeah, in this game. But that was Hendrickson and company taking over. And yeah. DJ Reader gets in on the sack party. Like, it's when you know you're having a good day rushing the passer, right? Yeah. Um, so I think that's the big question for the Rams. But I don't think every team has the overall front seven talent that the Bengals do. And I don't think every team has Luana Rumo to smell blood in the water and go out and, and take advantage of it the way that Cincinnati, I think, did down the stretch in that game. And the Rams were in position to win the game late in the game. Yep. So, yeah, tough out. Would hate to, would hate to have them on the schedule and assume, because right. they got a bunch of young kids at this stage of the game, that they're, they're going to be a team that's going to lay down for you because they're not. I actually have the Rams at 10. Okay. I, I, I'm pretty sure your 10 team is going to be my nine team. Only one way to find out, Joe Marino. At nine, I have Tampa Bay. I have Tampa Bay at 10. Okay, so we just flipped those two teams around. Um, obviously, Tampa Bay, they got outmatched against Philly. And 
congrats. You beat Minnesota. You beat Chicago in weeks one and two. But I think you were a little bit more of the team I kind of feared you would be against Philly. Now, they have the Saints this week, and then it's bye week. So kind of interested in early season bye. How do they come out of that? What are their adjustments? What do they want to be moving forward? So um, it'd be nice for them to get a division road game or division road win against their former quarterback this week. Um, but I think that's, that's a, in a lot of ways a coin flip game, in my opinion. I don't have any level of confidence that the team that had 174 yards offense against Philly is going to move the ball against Saints defense. It's they didn't even have 250 yards against Minnesota in week one. Right. Like I, I, for as good as the defense can be, I still think the offense is who we thought it was. And against New Orleans, I just do not like the matchup. Well, look I, at these. We're not we're not picking games this week, so we're they, not picking or, games. Yeah, that doesn't matter. But it's I I hear the messaging that you're saying, but I look at it and I'm like, ooh, like this might get bumpy, and that's why I have them below the Rams. Yeah, I get it. I I'm concerned about both teams moving forward. I guess uh, Tampa Bay, I think, is a more talented team than the Rams, so I, I give them some credit for that. But I mean, if the Rams get Cooper Cup back, I mean. Hopefully that's pretty soon for them, and you know they can really get it going. I mean, obviously Puka Nakua off to a great start, Nakua, but like Tutu Atwell. I mean, Van Jefferson Harmony. made his first play of the year last week. I mean, this right? guy's. I'm still waiting for Van Jefferson to like do something for this who, team. Who, who He's been getting opportunities. Who, who has the breakout first? Uh, Mike Davis at running back or Van Jefferson at wide receiver? Dude, good question. <laughs> good question. <laughs> I mean, if it wasn't going to happen right now for Van Jefferson that he's healthy then without Van. Cup, yeah, he's not there. And getting... we, we liked Van coming out of Florida. Maybe some of those injuries he's had before this has kind of taken yeah. away something from him. Kind of an older prospect coming through, but like, man, come on, dude. Everybody steps into the Rams offense and finds production except for that guy. And he was drafted by him. Right. We're Allen Robinson. Guy was cooked. He made a catch, a, a couple catches. Uh, he, in did, the, did, he did appear on Monday yeah, night. He, was, he has a pulse. He has a yeah. pulse. All right, so this chunk for me, uh, Packers, Falcons, Saints, Bucks, Rams. I have Lions, Saints, Falcons, Rams, Bucks. All right, the bottom, the bottom six of the NFC is coming up here in just a moment. But first, I need to tell you about Jace Medical. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. And that's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you a peace of mind so that you're not just hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure that you have the medication in hand. Folks, Jace Medical is simple. They handle everything from the online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. So don't get caught unprepared. Get $20 off these life-saving antibiotics today from Jace Medical by using our promo code LOCKEDON at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What a 
what a ride this is going to be. This is a big yikes bucket to me. I have the commanders at 11. I understand they got whooped by the mafia on Sunday. I understand. But who do you feel better about that you'd put in front of them? Because the Giants got whooped on Thursday night. The Vikings are winless. The Cardinals. Are you going to move them up from last place and put them 11 because Washington got blasted week week three? Carolina? Chicago? Washington's got the best resume at this point. They, um, Washington has a bad offensive line. No, of, of these bottom six teams. <laughs> wait a minute. Washington has the same amount of wins as the other five teams in the bottom here combined. That's correct. I think that's probably the most compelling reason how, to put them at 11. You, how do you not put them at 11? Right. They showed some resilience in those first two games. And, and one thing that I'll say about their shellacking that they took to the Bills, it was a two-score game with 11 minutes left in the fourth quarter. It was 16 to nothing. And then, like, all hell broke root for really? Washington. Yeah. Yeah. The Bills, the Bills had, like, four different offensive sequences where they were threatening to score where they just some self-inflicted wounds, drops, penalties, took them out of range. Um, and they kind of missed some opportunities, in my opinion, to really pour it on in terms of the scoring. So, yeah, no, couldn't get to 70. Only got to 37, you know, (laughs) but only had 16 with 11 minutes left in the game. So, yeah, we we didn't quite have that same output. But, um, yeah, I mean, I I think the score was reflective of the mismatch, but they were they the Bills let them hang around for a while. So do you have them 11? Yeah, I got him 11. Okay, I've been sitting here waiting the whole time for you oh, to tell no. me you, you end up having somebody else. I'm like, oh, Lord. No, and I think that's the, the right mindset with it is like, okay, well, who? Now from here. But listen, okay, okay, one more thing on Washington. Yes. He, I, I like what EB's doing, but he's got he's to help his young quarterback a little bit more. Like, they're asking him to read it and rip it, dude. Like, deep drops, double moves. Uh, like processing deep into the snap. It's like, fail, this guy coming from Phil Longo, man. Fail forward. Brother, talk about all putting we, the guy we into were, the weeds. No, 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 no. All we were told all offseason in training camp was how great Sam Howell is, and we can't believe this guy fell the fifth round, and, and we really feel like he's our guy moving forward. If that's the case, then don't put training wheels on your offense. Ask him to read and rip Oh, they don't have him. Dropping. They don't have him at all on him. Yeah. They're asking him to be a dude. It's incredible. Yeah. It's incredible. All right, so at 12, what team can you make the most excuses for? Because that's the team that goes in the next spot. I don't know. Right now I have the Giants, but you could probably talk me into it being the Vikings. I don't know. I have Giants and then Vikings. Okay, same. If that makes you feel better. And I still go back to the Giants beating the Vikings, even though it's completely unfair. Those are two very different teams at the time. But, like, I don't know. The Giants won a game. The Vikings haven't. The Vikings have had a much more difficult path probably. You see the Vikings are like the unluckiest team in the league at this point. You know, after being the luckiest team in the history of the NFL. Figure this it wasn't happen. luck, yo. It was it was good culture. It wasn't luck. I'm not diminishing wins. Like, congrats on everything. But sustainability, not great. They've had the most uh, or the least EPA added in, like, swing plays, like turnovers and, oh, wow, like, kick block kicks and drops all that uh they are 
by a decent margin, like the least lucky team through the first three weeks. Look at Minnesota's ride the next four weeks at Carolina. Okay. Kansas City. Okay. At Chicago. Okay. San Francisco. Oh, boy. Okay. We get a couple, you probably get a couple in there. They should be Carolina and Chicago, you go, right? You should go two and two. But those are those are the road. They got to go to the road games. I'm, I'm not I mean, okay, no problem. But like, yeah, they'll go two games. and two. They should. They'll go two and two. So that'll put them at two and five. Assuming losses to Kansas City and San Francisco, yes. Yeah. Hey, it's any even Sunday, right? We'll see what happens. Play them all, right? All right? See what happens. Uh, I think there's a t- a clear talent divide between those two teams. So you look at Washington and their resume and say, okay, they kind of stand alone in the, the bottom six. Mm-hmm. Then you look at the talent available slash the talent that could be available if you're healthy for New York and Minnesota. And you say, okay, they're, they're probably a separation sub-tier within the tier. And now you get to Arizona, Carolina, and Chicago is the last three. I have them in that order. I, I do as well, but I'm not putting Arizona in the same bucket as Carolina and Chicago. Arizona's been competitive three weeks in a row and won a game. Mm-hmm. Have you felt like Carolina and Chicago were competitive this year? No. Even in the close game that Carolina played at Atlanta, come on now. They look like clowns out there. So I think yeah. Arizona, despite having less talent than both teams, I mean, they are much more competitive in my mind. They're playing an inspired credit to all of the goofing that we've had with Jonathan right. Gannon, right? And all right. the tank season and all they stayed on schedule because they gave away the leads late in the game. Like all of that, all the jokes aside, they're playing pretty inspired ball. They got a bunch of their, they are the new team of Island of Misfits toys that's playing with something to prove. And they're taking advantage of that opportunity right now. Commanders, Giants, Cowboys. That's who they've played. They beat the Cowboys. Four, four point. If it wasn't for a defensive touchdown, right? They would have beat the Commanders. Yeah. You blew a twenty point lead. Daniel Jones picked up the the historic second half. Yeah, I was trying to think of what Mario, like the 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 star. Yeah. You know, when he did that, Daniel Jones got that in the second half of that game. They were down 20. Correct, Kyle, I want to tell you what, that was about to be one of the greatest like references analogies of all time. But you, you had, you had to remember what that was called. I don't know what it's called, but if you did, if that would have hit, that would have been a moment. Well, I know what you're talking about that. You get that thing. You're going, man, you're going. Everything's getting out of your way. Is it what, what's the stall and the, the, no. The superstar, is that correct? Is it? I, I don't know. Mario, yeah, superstar. Super- they if generally appears a five pointed star with beady eyes. If a color gets the star, they will become invincible. Well, that's what happened to Daniel Jones. Yeah, the starman, starman. <laughs> I digress. Daniel Jones got really hot. Could there do no wrong. <laughs> There's the Joe Marino version of it. He got hot. He got hot. Got hot. And um, so I I would agree with you from a resume standpoint, Arizona, in the same way that Washington is separate off of resume year to date 
from New York and Minnesota. I think Arizona resume year to date is separate from Carolina and, and Chicago. Yeah, and I think Carolina's ahead of Chicago. Carolina's played at least two close games. Chicago hadn't played a close game in a, in a long time. We, it's it's you have to go back. Didn't we do this the other day? Yeah, we when did was it their the last non two score loss? Thir- week thirteen or something like that was their last single digit loss or single single score loss. So week fifteen uh, last year, twenty five to twenty against Philly. But then the two before that, thirty one to ten to the Jets. Last year's Jets with whatever the heck was going on there in Green Bay, 28 to 19. Three point loss to Atlanta before that. I mean, this is insane. They're just getting walloped every week. It's not, it's not just Justin Fields. Like, could, could like we acknowledge that the offense of Luke Getzey and Justin Fields, not good. Neither is Matt Eberflus's defense. Because they've don't invested have the, they, there. They don't, have the, they don't have the horses up front. Well, that, surprise, you, you like, paid the two linebackers, you drafted the DBs, and you thought to yourself, you just make it work with the D-line, the most important part of your defense. A couple of toolsy they, they rookies. You drafted a couple day two. Come on. <laughs> Come on, man. It's, it's not a good operation right now. Yeah, not, not the poor gasoline on the fire. No, by any means. Um, we have a developing story that we need to talk about, Joe. Okay. And it's Miles Sanders and his performance this season. He's threatening the Peyton Barber line. All I care about is him getting 50 catches. He's got 12 through three games. Okay, so he's on pace for like over 60. Yeah, you're you're in good shape right now. All yeah. I know is he's touched the ball 53 times and he's averaging less than four yards a touch. Oh, buddy. We <laughs> will not let you get away with that on this podcast. That's... The Peyton Barber line is is in trouble. Yeah, when you get if high If you're volume, unfamiliar, if yeah, you're uninitiated with the Peyton Barber line, Peyton Barber continued like a three-year stretch in Tampa Bay where he was like the guy in the backfield, including 2018. He started all 16 games. He had 234 carries. That year, he finished with 254 touches and did not manage to surpass 1,000 yards from scrimmage which is average 3.8 yards per touch, not carry, per touch. And that was a year in which he caught 20 passes for 92 yards. So it became coined the Peyton Barber line. If you have over 250 touches and you fail to surpass 1,000 yards or are under 4.0 yards per touch, that's the Peyton Barber line, just like the Mendoza line in baseball when you're batting below 200. So Miles Sanders is on Peyton Barber watch. It's early. A lot of ball it's, game it, left. It is early. You'd hate to see a. But I don't look at this, this, this Carolina offensive line. No, it's all banged up. Joe, you know, if only somebody did a research project on teams leaving in free agency and signing big money contracts at mm. the running back position to go to a new team and the success rate of those contracts. Should have, somebody should have done that. Damn it. I really wish somebody went over all that on a show. What and it's such an interesting thing because like they have their center and their two tackles, right? How's Dalvin Cook look? Okay, that's my ball to spike, right? But but it's the same same project. It's the next talking point on the same project. Yeah, no, you're exactly right about that. And these big money running back contracts this year with new teams. Your your boys dodged a bullet, Kyle, and I was hoping they'd sign Dalvin Cook. Sitting there rooting for it. Take away the carries from. Most certain A-Chain or whatever his name is now. A-Chan. Come on. A-Chan. 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 
I corrected myself within within one second. So pronunciation, please put the cuffs away. Who gets a win first here? Between who and who? Carolina playing the winless Vikings and the Bears playing the winless Broncos. Okay, Andy Dalton's probably going to play quarterback this week for the Panthers. The same Andy Dalton with more passing yards through one game that Bryce Young had through two? So they have Minnesota. Chicago has Denver. Brian Flores can blitz the the bejesus out of Carolina. You mean, yeah, he's on Minnesota. I don't know. I don't. Maybe neither. Maybe neither one of them. Uh, Carolina goes Minnesota at Detroit at Miami next three. Doesn't look good. They got to beat Minnesota. Uh, Chicago is home against Denver at Washington and then Minnesota. And then the Raiders, right? And then the Raiders at home. I mean, I want to say Chicago because their path is easier, but they haven't been competitive in, in a very long time in a football game. 25 first downs in the last two games combined. That's not good enough. You need to have like 20 first downs. It should be like a normal amount for one game. You were down 41 points and managed to scratch out 87 passing yards against the Chiefs. Right, we talked about that. Was it on the Monday show? It's like, yes, where was just, the garbage I'm just, stats? I'm just re-looking at the numbers. Where were the garbage stats? Like, everybody gets garbage stats. Couldn't hit a few passes trying to get some points late in the game. Where's that DJ more perimeter screen from the preseason? Let's let him make it happen. Yeah, call, call that play, right? All right. All right, we're out of here. We don't want to go down. The Commanders is at Washington on a Thursday in week five, too. Glorious. So. Glorious. <laughs> Enjoy this week's Thursday Night Football, right? Right. Enjoy it while it lasts, because then we're back on our regularly scheduled programming shortly thereafter. And our regularly scheduled programming means we are back tomorrow uh, to pick all the games for week four of the 2020 three NFL schedule. We are looking forward to that. We hope you are looking forward to it as well. Find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. I'm Kyle Krabs. He is Joe Marino and we are out of here. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.